0: Okay, this is the pop-off with Martise. Thanks for listening again. And if you listened to the last show, me and April met with Brian and Terry Seach from the Center for Cryptozoological Studies and the Center for Unexplained Events, and they told us about the Butler Paranormal Conference, which me and Jay had the opportunity to go to this past weekend. Yes,
1: we did. Yes, we did.
0: And it was interesting.
1: Absolutely. But I'm interested by that stuff.
0: Me too. And not only that, we got to hear Brian and Terry talk at, about um, Strange Creatures of Pennsylvania.
1: Right. But there's other people we didn't get to hear. There's a lot.
0: They, but they also introduced us to a psychic that we're going to have on the show in the near future. And Fred, who was abducted by aliens, who's also going to be on in the near future. And
1: Michelle.
0: So... Well, M- Michelle, we interviewed. So, Michelle... No, i was she
1: was abducted by aliens, too. Yes. Right.
0: Michelle and Dan, we interviewed, and they're going to be coming up um, in this episode.
1: Like, my stories are... The only thing ever, I've always been abducted by fat girls. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I got. You know what I mean? Their stories blow mine out the water. Oh. I mean, hey. <laughs> I had nightmares.
0: reproach I don't want to know. I
1: don't know. They don't want to know, either. I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs>
0: anyways um so like i said before he threw me all off butler paranormal conference we got interviews from dan and michelle the director and co-director and it was put on by the butler organization for research of the unexplained and again the center for unexplained events their um, contact information will be in the description of the podcast And I'll also share it on the Facebook page, the pop off with Martise. And I'll also share it on Twitter and Instagram at Martise M. So make sure that you follow me and like me on Facebook Mm. and also make sure that you uh, check out all of the best podcasts in the world on the best website in the world, society-13.com. Okay. So we are going to get to the first, um, interview that we had with, uh, the director of the butler organization for the research of the unexplained and this was a this is a pretty crazy interview yeah
1: it was pretty crazy i mean the fact that the man you know i could i'm a pretty good judge of character and you can see the the sincerity and passion when he was telling the stories which was very convincing cause, you know some people tell stories out there but i could you know You can tell he really wants you an ordeal. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Or or ordeals. Because it's plural. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, like I said, you know, this really affected this man. So I think it's a really interesting interview. And hopefully listeners are going to enjoy
0: it. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Okay. So we're at the 10th Annual Butler Paranormal Conference. Sponsored, of course, by the Butler Organization for the Research of the Unexplained and the Center for Unexplained Events. And we're here with Dan Hegman, and you are the director. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So you just spoke, which me and Jay got to listen to uh, your uh, talk about UFOs over Butler. So... First off, why don't you give us a little bit, a talk a little bit about the conference and how everything got started.
2: The uh, conference uh, had an individual by the name of Carl McAnellen that actually used to be the director of back then called the Butler UFO Group. And uh, we started losing members. He, he quit, cold turkey, and said, if you want to uh, continue to run it, fine. If not, that's fine too. And I thought, well, I'd like to you know try to keep it going together. Uh, But we started losing members because people wanted to talk about ghosts, people wanted to talk about Bigfoot, and I thought, well, we need to broaden our horizons, and the Butler UFO group, that's just too focused. So I come up with the name, the Butler Organization for Research of the Unexplained. Uh, I started out as the co-director, and uh, then when Carl gave it up, of course, I took over as director, but I've been doing it now since about 1980
0: um so now brian had told us that a lot of the stuff that you talk about during your presentation a lot of the best stories you leave out
2: well you know a lot of them uh yeah, some of them i still get choked up over uh, i uh i've actually been been told by a psychic uh that i've been abducted uh Met the ladies to go to meetings up in Greenville. And uh, this particular time, I went because this lady wanted to meet me. And I had no idea who she was. We were in a very, very large hall, probably twice the size of this one. And when you came into the hall, you went through a triple set of vestibules. And when she came through the first set of doors, I was already uh, in the meeting room. And they thought she was having a stroke. She was just overcome. They literally had to help her come into the hall. And as soon as she came in the hall, you come down a long corridor, we made eye contact. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea who this woman was up until this point. Uh, they brought her over and she put her hand out to introduce herself. And when she did, she clasped my hands like this. And her eyes rolled back in her head. The first thing that she said is, You have been taken 23 times. I don't know that to be true, other than what she told me. Uh, I have very, very vivid dreams. They call them uh, virtual reality dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dream that I'm strapped to some type of a table, slightly elevated. I see these beings all dressed alike, just the backs of them, and there's a wall of them manipulating controls and blinking lights, and I'm screaming out, trying to get their attention, and they just ignore me. Uh, I see movement to my right hand side. Uh, Apparently there's beings coming over toward me and then the next thing I wake up. Uh, I've had dreams where uh, I'm in a uh, black spinning void with a piercing white light and I'm being drawn into it. And I'm fighting with every ounce of strength I have to where when I wake up it's like I just stepped out of the shower, soaking wet the sheets are soaking wet. Uh, I have those dreams continually. Uh, I just had uh, a series of dreams last week, and it'll run. I might go maybe a month or two and not, and then for a month, you know, I'm dreaming these dreams. Uh, Earliest UFO sighting, uh, if you heard my presentation, I was five or six years of age, my whole family was involved. That over the years, uh, my mother had had things that had happened to her. Uh, our whole family has been plagued with the most ungodly severe migraine headaches that you can imagine. So bad that I'd get them and I'd have to go into a dark room, ice pack under my neck, cold rag on my forehead, no sound whatsoever and try to fall asleep and hope that when I wake up, they're gone. But uh, this one particular night, my mom, uh, she got me and my sisters off the bed. She had a headache so bad she couldn't lay down, so she tried to uh, rest on the couch. She reached up to turn the light on, and we lived in a big house. The rooms were super, super big, and uh, we lived on a second floor. You'd have to come up several steps to get into our apartment. The hallway lit up like daylight. And she looked and she could see a hand and an arm coming up the rail, completely illuminated. All at once, this full outline of a being stepped up on the top step and turned and started coming toward her. She tried to scream and she put her hand on her forehead. The next thing she remembers is she woke up on the floor in front of the couch and it's broad daylight. Uh, It scared her so badly. Uh, My mom passed away two years ago, and when she was in hospice, uh, I'd go see her daily, and I'd try to get as much information from her as I could. And she'd get to a certain point and choke up, and the tears would just roll down her face. That next night, after she saw the illuminated uh, being, it was the exact opposite. She was afraid to go to sleep, and we had all the lights on in the house. And I remember complaining, how are we supposed to go to sleep? Just shut up and go to bed. Uh, She had a severe headache again, and she's in the living room. And she looked, and she saw this hand and this arm, and eventually the full outline. But it was absolutely dark, all black. It wasn't illuminated. Started coming toward her. She tried to scream. She was paralyzed. Tried to get up off the couch. And as it crossed through the doorway into the room that she was in, she passed out. And, of course, the next day she woke up, she's on the floor in front of the couch. Uh, and, of course, there were some different things that uh, had happened to her over the years that uh, she just should start to talk about it, but, like I said, should uh, should just start tearing up and, and literally couldn't talk about
0: it. Oh, my God. Well, no wonder you don't tell everybody. You don't want to scare the crap Uh, out of everybody so they don't come back
2: i know for for months uh the very people that you think you can go to are your family members for support and uh i was having a tough time trying to uh deal with things that i had had going on dreams that i had been having and of course michelle she's our Mm -hmm. co-director she has had some things happen in, in her lifetime I met with her at a local restaurant, and I opened up to her. Uh, to find out later on that my uh, my family was actually thinking about having me put away. Uh, it was one Thanksgiving. Uh, I had gone to my parents for dinner, and uh, you know I had told my mom about a UFO sighting that I had had and an encounter. I'm not afraid of any, you know. Uh, but this particular night, uh, wife went to bed, kids were in bed, I couldn't sleep, very restless. And I went out and I'm sitting on the couch, and the home that I lived in, the uh, same home I had this triangular-shaped sighting at, but it was almost like as if there was someone outside my house, circling my house with a spotlight going around all the windows. I found myself going and peeking out the curtain, Unseen, you know, pitch dark. I uh, just felt very, very uncomfortable. Ended up to sit on the edge of the couch until daybreak. And of course, I hear things which I just attribute to your imagination. Uh, I remember telling my my parents and of course my uh, sisters about this. And my my one sister, she said, "Oh yeah, you know, yeah, Danny, you're nuts. You're nuts." And uh, my mom, she said, Diane, my sister, Diane, uh, what'd you do with that newspaper article I want to give to your brother? And she said, well, it's in the other room. She said, would you go get it for me? So she went, and my mom opened up the paper and handed it to me. Here, there were three off-duty police officers that reported, uh, had seen a UFO, seen it hovering, it, uh, hovering, and... Uh, They reported that it was in the paper, and that was right over top of my house. The same night, I was having this uneasy feel. You know, there's just so much, so much. Uh, I've had multiple sightings. Uh, I've probably had well over twenty sightings.
1: Wow.
2: Uh, We take a break. I'll go. Sure. Okay. Right back.
0: Okay. Sounds good.
2: society 13 podcast network redefining podcasts society -13.com I like to listen
0: okay so we're back with Dan okay where do we leave off I live
2: we're good. talking about the uh, entity that my mother had had a couple uh, uh,
1: yeah, listen, guys. These Couple two have been harassing. Incidents. 10,
2: with. Now,
0: because you said earlier that your family was going to admit you, was this before? I'm assuming this was before Uh-oh. your mother started having experiences. Well, uh,
2: what I had learned was that wasn't the only experience that she had had. She has had multiple her whole her life. Uh, as a little girl, growing uh, up through, uh, I guess, him. a few years before she passed away, uh, multiple red, there there are multiple reports. Where, handled, uh, and these incidents, I uh, can single out an individual person, years, shot, uh, be isolated, maybe one child, or two times, or they can be the whole entire life, uh, whole, whole, whole entire families. Uh I'm not saying that uh, we've been targeted or we're special in any way, shape, or form. Uh, It's just uh, an eye-opener. It really makes you wonder.
0: Do you believe that some people can be targeted or that some people are more susceptible?
2: Oh, Yeah, uh, I definitely definitely believe that uh, uh, maybe because of uh, genetics or blood type, there's a lot that goes into it, a lot of speculation, yes, but uh, yeah, definitely. Can't be you you. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I,
0: that I I I would. That we'll use susceptibility. Sure. I, sure. I, I I would definitely agree with that. Um, Let's give them a hand and. When you saw the figures, what did did they look like? Like human-like?
1: Did they, like black, human human more more life, did they have like, like arms, two legs? Their own, they were like,
2: like classic and and Okay. Uh, they were all dressed in what what looked like one-piece oh, okay. jumpsuits or one-piece suits. Uh, about, uh, uh, there were most of them were probably uh, four and a half foot uh, tall. Uh, when I had I'm stated that as I was lying uh, on my the table, I could a see a movement, area, something, something coming area, up to my, uh, my my side, uh, and they were much uh, taller. Uh, but for uh, the most part, most of them were in the uh, three to so four foot range. Okay. The, Do you
0: think, uh, you think uh, that they're just looking for information, studying us?
2: You know, there there's a lot um, show it, I'll uh I'll show it now. You late it. Um from, men from, from women uh in Monroe County, Ohio. I uh, you know, remember what that looked like. Just cross breeding. Uh it's a lot a all of all speculation popular popular that uh, you know, they're they're, so they're trying to really cross breed sure so they can create a best, species uh, uh, that looks very close to us. Um and again a lot of speculation. Uh, As far as my case, you know, I've got uh, markings on my body that I can't explain. Uh, I've had,
0: just to give you an idea, you know, and they're not as vivid now, but you
2: can see a scar right there. Another one right there.
0: Looking at dance hands right now. At one
2: point, uh, again, it was at a family gathering, and uh, my mother asked me, she said, what'd you do to your hands? I've never injured them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Scoop marks on my my uh, shins and my legs, uh, marks on my back. Those are classic uh, uh, symptoms or cases of possible abduction.
3: Uh,
2: I have. Uh, a group of people that they want me to regress under hypnosis and uh, half of me wants to do it the other half it's kind of like i'm torn apart right and uh this woman that i met that said that i had been taken 23 times she said that what you are doing will bring you up to speed and eventually you will feel very comfortable and you'll want to regress
0: um, have you ever seen the movie The Fourth Time? I have, yes. Okay, because with the, when as soon as you said um, hypnosis, I immediately think of that, and that terrifies
1: me. Sure. But, of course, you
0: know, is, are there, speaking of movies, are there any movies that you look at and you go, oh, wow, well, I can totally relate to that one, or that you look at and go, that one's cool? Uh,
1: a lot of it
2: is uh, entertainment. Oh, right. But, uh, a great portion of it is based on, on fact or theory. Uh, I watch a lot of documentaries, I watch uh, Anymore Today, there are so many different syndicated programs. The deal with UFOs, or aliens, or Bigfoot. And that's all because that's of a part of, uh, you know, disclosure. Yeah. Uh, there's a disclosure project uh, our government, or hopefully our government, is uh, releasing bits and pieces of information to bring everyone up to speed, to readily accept that we are not alone. Uh, I, I've known for years, uh, and as sure as I'm sitting here and breathing air, Uh, I can comfortably say aliens do exist. There are multiple alien species that our government has been in contact with. Eisenhower, uh, one of our presidents, he actually made a pact with a race of greys. And as it turns out, uh, the race that that he had made a pact with turned out to be a rogue species. in exchange to teach us their technologies and uh, work with us, uh, they can experiment on human beings and do animal mutilations, and at some point they, they must have figured, hey, you know, we can do what we want, but they can't stop us. Uh-huh. Uh, there there. again is just so much as far as uh, you get into the nuclear aspect of it. We've uh, had uh, guest speakers here. Uh, I want to say three years ago we had a gentleman that uh, was retired from Air Force and he was stationed at our uh, nuclear missile silos out in the Midwest. And he would state uh, at first it was isolated maybe, maybe once, maybe twice a month. He would have unknown craft come in and hover over the nuclear silo. Yeah. So, uh, and then it got to a uh, point where it was, uh, you know, three, or four times a year to where it was almost daylight. And they would come in and shoot beams of light down at the missiles and completely destroy the targeting coordinates, the like computers that would send If we launch a missile to go over and take out Russia, uh, they took out the targeting coordinates. So and not only us, but the other side as well, Russia had the same the same problems, and it got to the point where the damage was so much we couldn't continue to pay to repair it. The they would literally have to bring a crew in, take the whole missile out, and put a fresh new missile in. And uh, they started closing down our bases. as we go. Uh, I don't know. If, uh, Americans, the Russians, whoever it may be, we don't possess that technology, and, and just, we just don't have them. Uh, there are supposedly bases on the moon, bases on Mars, uh, some of our astronauts were sworn on their own. They're starting to come forward and say, yeah, these buildings are on the dark side of the moon. Uh, you know, they're seeing these things. It's got to be there. Somebody put them on. He um,
0: had me watch yeah. Apollo 18. Yeah. Apollo 18 Yeah. True. And that was about that.
1: Sure. Okay. And the website was shut mm-hmm. down. Yep. Well. But I noticed you
2: talked about the graves. Yeah. What about well, reptilians? There's, reptilians, there's, reptilians is a species that I mean, they're you know, good, bad, right. they're the bad ones. Right. Uh, there's a uh, uh, race of greys okay, that are supposedly right. that the reptilians right. control uh, and uh, right. there's, there's a good
1: but okay. there's the 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 also a bad movie and it's uh, interesting the how the movie V got in with reptilians and that's why uh, they were posed humans uh, and all that stuff was coming out then all they that stuff interacts with intertwined each other I I
2: attended a conference where they had a gentleman by the name of Preston Nichols he actually he worked with uh, parts of Philadelphia, okay. and uh, he stood up on stage and he said, "Science fiction is reality. Right. You know, you look at this movie; a lot of it is entertainment.
1: But right. there's a great portion right. of it is actual fact, actual reality. There's right. always a the truth to the joke. Amen." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that, and that's why I was saying a lot of people I think need to get more educated, be more open minded because I also believe like a lot of that stuff you really read in the Bible and you know, all that stuff, they talk about spaceships. Like Ezekiel as well, if you really look at the description, that would be like, the description of a flying but they yeah. didn't know what to call it, obviously, well, so you have, really have to just describe it. Right.
0: Or, like, we, like we've talked about Egyptian hieroglyphics, sure right, and you look at, you know, like, what were they looking at in the air, I mean, it was, ooh, I mean, we can't say for sure that it was a spaceship, but it sure but even like older a spaceship. That, you have
1: to look at the Sumerians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're the they're the most, older at least yeah. the old civilization, yeah. we can trace yeah. back, yeah. back yeah. to as yeah. yeah. far as our internet interactions with which we're in the
0: county, and So one thing that I have to ask you, if you do decide to go under hypnosis, will you call me and do another podcast? Oh, absolutely. Okay. As long again, as as long as you're comfortable with it. If there's things that you don't want to talk about that are you know a little personal, I you know I can have a video tape,
2: tape recorded. I'll do the whole the whole gamut. And, uh, I'm just not really quite ready to. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, I. I don't. I don't blame you. I mean, I um, obviously I've had things happen uh, in my lifetime that uh, I don't know just exactly what I can say, can't say. Uh, you know, pretty explicitly Again, uh, even talking about. And I still get charged. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for
0: uh, thanks for talking with me Happy okay. well to have you. Yes, Thank, Thank you.
1: you. Make sure you
2: uh, get
0: something okay. We're getting. I'm. I'm we're getting. I'm getting some sage because I need to sage to the house for sure. Thank you
2: very much. Thank you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> societies rise and societies fall. When the time comes one society steps forward to build a better future society 13 rebuilding society one podcast at a time
0: okay so we're here with michelle and she is the co-director of the Butler Paranormal Conference, so Michelle, tell us about some of the experiences that you had. I know Dan said that you had some personal experiences, so um, yes, I have. Okay, and um, and one of the uh,
3: the things that well, I've always had an interest in in UFOs and the paranormal because I just know there's more to life than what we can see, right? And um, and this was after I joined the uh, Butler. Organization, which was a fantastic place for people with that interest to get together. And um, uh, I found out through reading of the many books that, that we tend to accumulate is that you can... Uh, many people who have had interactions with aliens or UFOs uh, will have fluorescent markings on their body. And um, are they always seen
0: or... Well,
3: you can only see them under a UV or a black light. Uh-huh. And uh, so if you don't have the black light, you don't see the markings. Ooh. So um, I just happened to have a, a very good black light that showed uh, the short wave and long wave UV light. Okay. And I said, oh, all right, let me, let me try. So what I did was... I, I would have different strange dreams every so often, really unusual. And I started to check my body in the morning after one of these strange nights. And I would find these fluorescent fingerprints on my arm, on my legs, thighs. And uh, they would be like a fluorescent yellowish green. And sometimes three or four or finger marks, and uh, sometimes it would be some lines or dots, or smears, and the smears would be generally orange, and sometimes that orange was very thick, and it would, you could smear it, but you couldn't wash it. Now this is what is really strange about it, is that if it's not under the black light, you, you have no idea. And how many people out there would have these encounters and have no idea that this is going on? And so, anyway, I started to document and started a journal, and I would check my body with a light at night before I
0: went to bed. Does it only and then in stay the there for a certain amount of time, or is it just always there? Uh, it
3: will fade. Okay. Okay. You cannot wash it. It'll fade on its own, and. Um, one of the, uh, the main times that I did have, uh, it was a fantastic, ex- it was a very pronounced experience. I no, not fantastic. Yes. Fantastic means really good. <laughs> yeah. No, this was, was not in, in that manner But uh, where the back of my hands were so orange, it was as though somebody had painted orange, uh, Around my knees and my ankles, and you could kind of let your mind go about what was possibly going on, and it was so thick in these areas. And and I took the UV light to our meeting then. To sh- you know, I said, "All right, let's let's get into a dark area, and so everyone could see. You know, what what was going on." That it took a month, a month for. This orange to actually leave my body it took that long for it to wear wear off you could not wash it off but the only way you could see it was under the light and there was an uh, accompanying dream uh, that went along with having my hands ankles you know held down uh-huh. and uh, yeah and Do you want to
0: share the dream?
3: It was very personal in nature. Okay, and then you can use your yep. it, use your that's imagination right. with yep. with that. Um, and there is a man by the name of Daryl Sims, who wrote a book called The Alien Hunter. And in it, he talks about the fluorescent markings that people have, and and how to find them, and you know just general aspects of what to do, and also he mentions about how some of the animals, the cattle mutilations they have done, and some of the animals will even have fluorescent uh, marks on them as well, which was another interesting sidebar to this aspect of uh, alien interaction. Uh, But at any rate, he said for what he had found, was that the longest he knew was of these markings to stay on the body was two weeks. And I said ah, okay, this is it can go longer than that. yeah twice as long as, as that But yeah how many people once again may have this and if you are not aware, all right, the phenomenal. And have your black light available. Or if you're afraid to talk about it. Or if you're afraid fear of not
0: being believed.
3: Right, right. Because you could count this off as just a strange dream or something you yeah. ate a, just, you know, messed your stomach up for that night or right. whatever. But these dreams were happening in a, a regular fashion. Mm-hmm. And they were so unusual that I did start to document and draw diagrams. And, yes. Wow. Um, yeah. it's, that, that was probably the uh, most significant occurrence, other than having symbols drawn on my left hand.
0: What did the uh, symbols look like? Lines and dots. Nothing that you could relate to? No, no,
3: no. Lines, lines and and dots that were in a very specific pattern uh-huh. and, uh, but once again only seen under a black light and I do have some photographs of, of like the back of my hands and, uh-huh. and, and some of the other ones uh, so, anyways, it's I, I tried to do the best I could to form a record of what uh-huh. was happening yes there was a, a certain period of, of my life and it could have been where we lived, the property, or whatever. Uh, I don't know what uh, spurred on, you know, this this activity.
0: But uh, um, how old were you when that happened? If you don't mind me asking. I was 45. Okay. Okay. Any anything else happened since then? Or did, uh, it, did it stop? It oh, it, it
3: it it went on for years, okay. years, years, uh, and uh, not as much lately. And uh, I say probably not as much in the past ten years. Uh, however, um, there's other aspects that that are you know occurring, but not so much the UV. Uh, but it was very nice having the Butler group to share this. Yeah. And uh, have a support system. Yes, absolutely. And our group has been a wonderful support system for uh, some of the families. They have young children that are having experiences. And,
1: and we had one where
3: their, their son was having experience and she was having experience. And it was like shared dreams where they were interacting but, you know, they oh, want yeah. dreams. Yeah, they right. Understand. And, and that's, that's the issue. And, uh, yeah, so there's, there's a whole other world out there. And it's, a, it's very important what's going on that we recognize there are intelligences mm-hmm. out there. And many different kinds. And I would imagine some are very benevolent and some are not. Yes. Just like we have different people like that as well
0: Mm.
3: and um, so you just can't make blanket statements like good bad no can't do it do you
0: have any questions
3: you want to ask all right well thank you so
0: much you're quite welcome okay so that's it for the 10th annual butler paranormal conference i definitely can't wait to go back next year and again we're going to have the psychic coming up in one of the upcoming shows The same with uh, Fred, who was abducted by aliens. But our next show, me and Jay are going to be doing a pop culture check-in. We're going to be talking about Lindsay Lohan's new um, prank
1: show. I I don't know how much we're going to talk about Lindsay Lohan. You're
0: so excited about it.
1: I mean, her career is, you know, can we talk about her career?
0: Well, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about her. We're going to talk about Mama June.
1: Lack thereof.
0: Mama June's...
1: Mama who? Mama who? Mama June, come on now. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm
0: saying. I know. So, all right, but that's going to be coming up on the next Pop-Off with Martise. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie on. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are. And live in a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cat production. We'll see you there.
2: Electric Cast.
0: Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day?